Hello everyone. Today we are going to be wrapping up uh, discussing the Extraordinary Husband and Father framework, the 3R framework, and we're going to be talking a little bit about how to apply this practically to your life. Now that if you've listened to all the previous podcasts on this topic, it's probably been a little bit like drinking from a fire hose at, hose at time, times, but uh, we're going to dig a little deeper on how to apply this. It's going to be good. Welcome to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This podcast is for the husbands and fathers who are not satisfied with the status quo. You see, to be exceptional means to be rare, better than average, or deviating from the norm. On this journey, we will look at practical strategies, tips, and even experiments to break out of the usual and surprise our spouses, and at times, even ourselves. You are listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Why settle for average when exceptional is an option? Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Exceptional Husband podcast. Uh, we certainly appreciate you uh, listening. If you haven't had a chance to already, I do encourage you to subscribe and share this with uh, some other men that uh, may be struggling and want to really be become exceptional husbands and fathers. Uh, we hope that we can help you here. But today we are going to wrap up our series on the 3R framework and just as a, as a quick review, in case you missed the, the previous podcast or maybe missed one, just to kind of sum it all up uh, real quick here. If you would picture a triangle, and at the bottom of that triangle, we call that the first R is reps or health. On the left-hand side of the triangle, we call that relationships. And on the right side of the triangle, we call that responsibilities. And so that is the the three bases that we are forming this framework on. And once again, it's a framework, so it's it's not meant to be the... The one-size-fits-all doesn't mean that this is all-inclusive, all you need to know is this, and nothing else matters. It is a framework. It's something that basically you start from, that you build on from there. And so that bottom part, reps. Uh, reps include exercise, nutrition, and sleep. So the things, the three elements that you're going to need to have a healthy lifestyle in, in a long life, exercise, nutrition, and sleep. On the left-hand side, as I said, we have relationships. So in, when we're speaking about relationships, we're talking primarily about your relationship with God, your relationship with your family, and then everyone else, your, your relationships with your associates, people that you are come in contact with throughout the day, extended family members, workmates, schoolmates, things like that. On the right-hand side, we have responsibilities, and the three areas of responsibilities that we specifically talked about were leadership, career, and finances. So you see... This, this is kind of a whole life uh, framework. It doesn't just focus on only one aspect, but it focuses on a bunch of, of the areas of our life and covers most of the areas of our life. And if you're looking at that triangle in the little corners uh, of those triangles, if you look where reps and relationships meet, if you have your, your reps, so your health and your relationships in, in order, that means that you are going to see more longevity in your life. You're going to be able to last longer. You're going to be able to live longer. Uh, one, because you're not having anyone kill you. <laughs> and two, you're just going to be healthier, bottom line. And then if you look at reps, where reps and responsibilities meet, when you have strong health and you're being responsible in all areas of your life, you're going to see that you're going to have more ability in your life to do things, more ability to accomplish things, more ability to, to grow more and do more. And then if you look at re relationships and responsibilities where those two meet that is if you have both of those in order your relationships and your responsibilities you're going to see respect both first of all respect simply for yourself and then also respect for other people around you other people that know you other people that you meet uh, even day by day and so you see this is it's made to be 
um, something in your life that you can look at, that you can focus on different times. You know, obviously there's going to be areas that need more attention than others. And what we try to do is we, we don't try to say live a balanced life. You know, if you think about a teeter-totter and balance, you think A and B, you know, left side, right side. Uh, I look at it more as harmony. So when you start bringing these things together and no, no one thing by itself is healthy. You know, you, maybe you've known people that have excellent physical health, but their relationships and responsibilities, you know, they're, they, they fight with their wife all the time. They have no relationship with God and, and then they're, they're awful at work, but Hey, you know, they're, they're cut and they're fit. Well, that's, that's not a, that's not a healthy life. And then of course I won't go into the the examples of the others, but you understand if you only focus on one area of life, it's not going to be healthy. You're not going to have uh, a healthy life. Uh, and to be quite honest, you probably won't even be very pleasant to be around in, in some extremes. So I encourage you to, to apply the three R framework to your life. And I said that this episode, we're going to talk a little bit more about how to, to apply it. And one of the ways that, that you can basically apply anything that you're talking about one thing I want to encourage you with, a few things here. One is don't just listen to this and then say, okay, that was nice, Joe, and then go on about your business and never bring about change. If you were to simply focus on one area of the 3R framework and start working on it and just start improving, it doesn't have to be a you know, 100% improvement or a night and day difference or a 180-degree turnaround, but if you only change it 1% to 3% over the next days, weeks, months, years, you're going to see change. It's kind of like the example of a, of a flight flying from L.A. to New York City. You know, you have a course laid in, and if that course veers just three degrees, then you're going to be hundreds of miles uh, off of New York. So it's going to be, you know, what seems like a small change now will be a larger change later. So it's the same way in life. Anytime that you hear something that is good, anything, anytime that you hear something that you, you think, wow, I really should apply that to my life then bring about even just one thing to change. And I've said this, you know, self-confession time. If I were to take um, all the books I've listened to, all the podcasts I've listened to, all the courses that I've taken, and, you know, hey, folks, let's let's face it. I've spent thousands of dollars on courses throughout my life, and I have, um, you know, I reach master level of, of listening to audible books. And, wow, that and about eight bucks will buy me a cup of coffee at Starbucks, you know. So, wow, <laughs> haven't I accomplished something? But if I were to take just one thing from each of those things that I've learned, that I've, excuse me, that I've, that I've read or listened to, if I were to take one thing and would have applied that to my life after listening to that, reading that, or taking that course, my life would be radically different now. But unfortunately, I have kind of gone with the flow of so many other people, and I listen to something, and I think, wow, that's great. That is so awesome. What a, re- what a revelation. What a revolution that could be. And then... I go on about my business doing things like I've always done it because let's face it, in, in human humans especially, uh, we like status quo. We like being comfortable. We like doing the same thing because it's comfortable, because it's something we know. Change requires you to, to alter something that you're doing now. Otherwise, it wouldn't be change. It would be the same thing tomorrow as it was today, as it was yesterday. But change in itself is risk. Change in itself is saying, okay, I want to, I want to change something in my life. I'm going to eat less. I'm going to eat healthier. I'm going to eat less junk food. I'm going to exercise more. I'm going to focus more on my relationship with God and my family. And and I'm going to be a better husband to my wife. I'm going to take more leadership of my own life first and be a self leader. And then I'm also going to take more leadership in in my career. I'm going to take more uh, charge my finances. All these things are going to require changes. 
you know, obviously, you know, maybe some areas you're doing great and maybe you don't need to change a lot. Some areas maybe you need to change a whole lot. But if you would at least make just a little change in one area, you're going to see a, a, a difference. And as, as time goes on, if you keep making that little change, you don't have to improve 100%, like I said, 1% improvement is going to give you a big dividends later on in life. So that's one thing is, is take what you've heard, take what you've, you've learned from the, the extraordinary, uh, the exceptional husband's father framework, the, the three R framework and apply it even just one area to your life and begin to change. That's one thing. The other thing, and really, I guess this is, this could be the, the basis. Uh, it should have probably even come first before what I just said, but, but if you, in, in life, I believe most of us can either have one of two mindsets. I believe that we can be operating from a fixed mindset or we can operate from a growth mindset. And I don't have a clue who first ever said that or put it into those words. I know I've heard a lot from uh, people like John Maxwell about the growth mindset. And he has whole courses and books that he's written on growth and growth plans and things like that. So excellent, excellent material. But basically... Anytime you're looking at, at wanting to improve, wanting to get better, I believe the first thing that we want to run up against is, do I have, we need to ask ourselves, do I have a fixed mindset or do I have a growth mindset? If I have a fixed mindset, basically what I'm saying is, well, you know, I, I'm never going to change. I, I've done this. It's been this way my whole life. This is the way I've been. This is the way my dad was. This is the way my grandfather was. Nothing will ever change. It will always be the same. That's that's fixed. It's it's a it's not rocket science of a definition. It's fixed. It doesn't change. It's it's unmovable. It's incapable of improving. Then the opposite of that, the the alternative is to have a growth mindset, which means okay, you know what? Uh, yes, I have failed in this, and maybe even my daddy and my granddaddy failed at that. But you know what? I believe I can grow. It, it goes back to being able to to change your, your outcomes, to not just settle for the status quo, to not settle what's always been, will always will be, to know that you can change. I, I think it's one of the reasons, one of my favorite movies of all times uh, is is A, a Knight's Tale. And I've, I've watched that movie, uh, gosh, I don't know, probably a couple dozen times, both in English and German, um, Rittaus Leidenschaft in German and, and A Knight's Tale in English. But it's one of my favorite movies, I think, and, and one of the reasons is, you know, maybe I'm a typical American and that I love the underdog stories, but it was a story about a man who believed he could change his stars, so to speak. He could change his outcome, that the way he was born did, doesn't necessarily mean that's the way he has to die, that, that there's a future and a hope in his life and that we can change. And let's face it, if, if you say that you're a believer, if you say that you're a Christian, isn't that really the basis of... of the whole reason that we are Christians is that we believe that we can be a new creation in Christ. We believe that we can change. We believe that the old can pass away and new things really can come. And so I encourage you, analyze where you're at right now. And it might not be that you are a devout follower of one or the other. Maybe you have a mix or maybe maybe you're more of a, you know, what can very easily happen is you can be have a fixed mindset in one area, let's say reps or health well, I'm, I'm fat. I've always been fat. I'll always be fat. I never can lose weight. It's fixed. I will never change. Now my relationship with God. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm praying. I'm getting into the word in the mornings and the evenings. I'm, I'm, I'm growing with God, but yep, yeah, my health. Nope. That's uh that's fixed. Uh, my relationship with God. Okay. That's a, that's a growth mindset. So you see how easy it is to, to be uh, one way in one area and another way in another. 
But I encourage you to start looking at all the different areas of your life through the eyes of a growth mindset, saying that, you know what, um, I, I, I can change. Things can be different. And one twist on, on this, you know, to, to, I guess so many things comes in threes, I'll throw out a third mindset. You know, we have the fixed mindset, we have a growth mindset. And I just saw a video the other day from John Maxwell on this, but he also talked about a goal mindset compared to a growth mindset. And so he said that for a good portion of his life, he had a goal mindset. So he set a goal and I'm going to reach that goal and you know, I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And in your life, maybe it's, I'm going to lose this weight or I'm going to make this much money each year. And, and so the, the problem is if you live from a goal mindset, the question is what happens after you reach the goal? I remember hearing the story of, of the astronauts who landed on the moon. Now, can you imagine, I don't know what, what you've done in your life and what accomplishments you have made, but I personally have never walked on the moon. Okay, So if you're an astronaut and, and your life is space travel and no one has ever been to the moon and suddenly you have been to the moon and walked on the moon, what's next? Do you, do you shoot for Mars? Do you, do you shoot for another planet? I mean, what, what do you do after that? And so I heard stories that the astronauts literally had to, to fight depression because they, they thought, well, well, what's next? What else is there? And I believe that's one reason why we see so many celebrities and stars who they have these, these crazy careers, crazy salaries, crazy popularity. But then, you know, what is there after that? So maybe they, they were looking at more of a goal mindset. And I understand there's tons of other things mixed in that. If they're not following God, then what hope is there? But, but you see what I'm saying? You can go from a goal mindset, and if you do that, then the question is, it's awesome to have goals. I believe in goals. Absolutely. You need to set goals. I believe in that. But if that's where you, if, if that's your, your, the sum of all things there is to reach those goals, then you could hit disappointment once you reach those goals because you say, what's next? But if you start approaching life, and this is what John Maxwell said, there came a point in his life where he transferred from looking at it from a goal mindset to a growth mindset. And when he started looking at it from more of a growth mindset, then it was like, you know, you've heard the stories or you've heard the analogy of, you know, the joy is in the journey, that life is not a destination, but a journey. And if you think about most things in life, it's awesome to reach a destination, but Really, it's it's getting there is where you grow. Getting there is, is where you learn. Grit, uh, getting there is how you develop and change in your life. You, know, I think about college. I, I do have a four-year college degree, and I I'm one of those fortunate folks that I've actually used that degree in various situations. I believe it has helped me. But I will have to say that for the most part, college was really more of a process, uh, a maturing process for me than it was a, wow, I have my degree now I can you know, do whatever with this degree. Uh, it, it was really almost more of a growing, uh, it was, if you would, if, if I looked at it, especially with a growth mindset, you know, the goal may have been to finish my four-year degree, but boy, the growth mindset was, I learned so much through that. I grew so much through that. And if, if you approach life and you, if you approach challenges, if you approach responsibilities, if you approach a relationship, if you approach your reps or health and you approach it from a growth mindset, you know, each day I can grow. You know, I may not reach my goal tomorrow. And like I said, I, I need to have goals. I do need to set goals out there in front of me. But my focus, if, if all I ever see is that goal, like I said, what am I going to do once I get there? What I really need to do is I need to have a growth mindset. 
And then I'm going to see life change and life get better. And I'm going to be able to accomplish things that I never thought possible when I look at it from a growth mindset. So those are the main things that I really want to look at today was take everything that we've talked about in the 3R framework, apply it to your life. But as you apply it to your life, really look at it from a growth mindset. Look at it as, okay, look, this was a, well, this was a great topic and I can't do everything. And that's, that's fine. But if you take just one aspect of it and begin working on that and then approach it from a growth mindset, I believe over time you're going to see incredible changes in your life. And so I just want to encourage you with that today. And so we're going to go ahead and wrap it up for today. I do have a special, special announcement. And so I wanted to save a little bit of time at the end here for this special announcement. So next week, which um, as long as, as things go as, as intended and there's no oops or problems or whatever, this episode should be posting on the 6th, 6th of June. And on the 13th of June, not only will I be one year older than I am at the time of this recording, but on the 13th of June, um, I have a, a special guest. I had, had discovered a, a, a man, a young man, who has a, an incredible men's ministry and uh, he's also a, a pastor as well, has written various books. And uh, Jody Burkeen is his name. You may have heard of Man Up God's Way, uh, either the book or the podcast or the, the group on Facebook. But I actually reached out to him after being involved in, in some of these groups and reached out to him and asked if he would be available and open for a, a podcast interview. So next week, after this one posts, next week we will be uh, having our first Exceptional Husband podcast interview. And so I am so looking forward to that. I believe you should be too. Mark your calendar so you definitely want to uh, pick up on that episode on June 13th. And uh, it will be um, talking at length with uh, Jody Burkeen. And so what I've done for these teaching uh, episodes, I've tried to keep them no more than 25 to 30 minutes or around that time so shorter a little bit shorter time periods because it is it's it's teaching it's um you know i try to in inject some stories but it is a lot of material to cover but what i've done for my for the interview podcast uh, you are going to notice that those are going to be longer they're not going to be quite as short because basically when when i get into an interview i, I really want my guests to have the freedom to just share to just uh, share with us um, you know, it's, it's an opportunity that some of us may not have all the time to hear from these, these people that I'll be interviewing. So those interview formats, um, is more open-ended. So you'll, you'll notice those will be a little bit longer podcast, but I encourage you, even if you have to take a couple of listens to a couple of sessions to listen to the whole thing, I do encourage you to listen to those as well, but very much looking forward to that uh, next week as it drops once again on a Monday, uh, one, one AM Eastern time. On Monday the 13th will be our first interview uh, podcast. So looking very forward to that. And I hope you guys have an absolutely great week. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next time on the Exceptional Husband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Exceptional Husband Podcast. This episode has been brought to you by Today for a Better Tomorrow Life Coaching. I sincerely hope you found encouragement and fresh ideas were sparked for you to grow more today. If you'd like more focused help in becoming an exceptional man, husband, and father, check out www.t4bt.us. That's t4bt.us. Click on the Book a Clarity Session button to schedule a conversation with me to see if personal coaching might be something for you. For this first call, I'll waive my usual fees just to get to know you better and see if we might be a good fit for me to help you on your journey. 
Once again, that's www.t4bt.us. Thanks again for listening, and remember, yesterday is gone forever, and tomorrow is out of reach. All you can change is today.